0: broken hearted? Feeling like the world is over? Convinced you'll never meet anyone else? Trina's Breakup Boost will help heal your heart and get you back in the dating saddle. She'll give you straightforward opinions and advice for your love life. I'm so excited because I've been getting some great relationship questions from listeners and I wanted to share a couple of them on today's episode. And actually going forward, this is going to be a regular thing, so we'll have Ask Trina Advice Days and if you have a question, email me at trina at breakupboost.com and I might just answer it on a future episode. So, okay, the first question is, Dear Trina, am I right to be mad or am I overreacting? My 30-year-old boyfriend of four years goes out at least three nights a week binge drinking with friends. I don't like this as it causes unnecessary spending as well as is irresponsible since he works a 9-to-5 job. He'll often call in sick or go in late, which I don't like. I don't care if he wants to hang out with friends and have a few drinks, but I think he should be home at a decent time in order to go to work. He also often brings his friends home with him at 3am and it wakes me up which makes me mad because I have to be up by 6am. I find this to be disrespectful and inconsiderate. Am I right to be mad and frustrated? He thinks I wake up because I'm purposely sleeping lightly. He also thinks he should be able to do whatever he wants. When he finally comes to bed and I argue angrily, he just thinks I'm being crazy and ridiculous. Help! Signed, crazy girlfriend. Okay, so there's probably a lot of you out out there that can relate to this same issue. So here's my response, okay? Dear crazy girlfriend, I want to say for starters, you're far from crazy. I'd actually change that to understandably frustrated girlfriend. It's really unfortunate you're going through this, but it's actually a really great topic of discussion. I can say with 100% certainty that you're definitely not overreacting. So starting with him being 30, I'm a strong proponent of having fun and living your life regardless of age. However, him binge drinking during the week and doing this often is just not cool. Because, for starters, you live together, and he's not just going out once in a while to a sports bar to play poker with buddies or for beers after work and coming home at a decent time. In relationships, no one should ever have to feel caged up, and it's so healthy and important to both have your own lives outside of each other. But it really does sound like he's going overboard, obviously. Okay, so when it comes to the point where he's calling in sick and missing work, that irresponsibility is a complete turnoff. Not to mention, I'm sure it would be very embarrassing to you if your, you know, friends and family knew that he's carrying on like that, or maybe they already do. And it says a lot about his character. And frankly, it would make me very weary of staying with someone who is so unreliable when it comes to their work. It would even be better to be with someone who was responsible and made less money than be with someone who's rolling the dice like that. You know what I mean? So you live together and then, you know, you kind of got to think, what happens one day if his employer gets fed up and gives him his walking papers? Basically, do you want to have all of that type of financial stress? Like pretty much the worst type of stress next to health issues, all because he's more interested in partying. Also, once someone loses their job from being consistently late and missing too much work, it really is that much harder for them to get another job Because chances are slim that they would be able to get a good reference. And how are they going to explain why they are no longer working there? I'm not sure what type of industry he's in, but one thing you don't want to gamble with is your career. Because it could be months before another one comes along and a decent one at that. You know, with the way the economy is, there's so many people who are unemployed. So you can't just lose a job and get another one the next day. So then, you know, he could be jobless, sleeping all day, and holding you responsible to pay the rent. So, if you're frustrated now, how does that sound to you? No bueno, right? And I totally agree when you say unnecessary spending. Because going out drinking eats up the money so quickly. And if he's drinking heavily, even more so. He could be putting that money towards your bills, groceries. Things you might need for the home, even into savings, or heck, to take a vacation with you. What would he say if you went and bought a new outfit at the mall three times a week and he came home and all these clothes and shoes and jewelry were, you know, sprawled out on the sofa? He'd probably be asking, why are you spending all this money all the time and where's all the money coming from and blah, blah, blah. So you should not for one second have to explain to a 30-year-old man that he should be coming home at a decent hour to go to work is ridiculous. And in addition to that, wandering in at 3am when you have to be up at 6am shows zero consideration and is completely disrespectful. I can imagine it must be even hard for you to fall asleep just knowing that he's out, wondering when he's going to come home, you know, and then you got to be woken up. It's not even healthy for you physically to not get a good night's sleep. And that can really wear on your body. Not to mention, the type of stress the relationship in general is putting on you is definitely wearing on you throughout the day emotionally as well. You know, how would he feel and react if the shoes were reversed and you lived your life carefree, came home drunk in the middle of the night with a bunch of drunk girlfriends, called in sick, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't be down with it. And how does he expect you to react? Of course you're going to be angry. And you have every right to be. As for him calling you crazy and ridiculous, honestly, that's just a guy's way of trying to deflect and spin the situation and put it to rest. Again, not cool. Complete disregard for your feelings. So now that I have dissected that to death, it really boils down to these points, these main points. Number one, what you put up with, you end up with. And it sounds just like a continuous cycle of him being drunk, coming home late, arguing with you, repeat. So you have to kind of ask yourself, how many more times do I want to, you know, step on this carousel and go around in circles? Number two, you probably think I've wasted four years or (laughs) I've invested four years into this, or if I leave, will I find someone else? So your choices are either stay like this for another X number of years or say enough is enough and move on. When it comes to a point like this, it usually doesn't get better, especially when the person who's acting up won't even acknowledge it or your feelings at all. I would say that that's pretty much the worst part of this whole situation. And you didn't mention if you get along normally, you know, this whole acting out could be a sign of a breakdown of the relationship in other ways. I'm, you know i'm getting the the feeling that things probably aren't peaches and cream during the day and when just when he's not out i'm sure there's other issues at hand here too so but you know you can evaluate that on your own and really as dr phil says and yes i'm quoting dr phil cuz this is a really good i really like this statement he says the only thing worse than being in a bad relationship for say a year Is being in a bad relationship for a year and one day. So basically, you have, you know, you may have had four great years together, but you get the point. And number three, it really boils down to you're in charge of finding your own happiness. Because the longer you stick around in this type of situation, the more you're robbing yourself of happiness and time in finding someone who will respect you and communicate with you. You can't have a relationship without communication, okay? So, and I'm 99% sure he knows what he's doing is wrong. You know, it doesn't take rocket science, but he just doesn't care. And in all honesty, putting up with this is not respecting yourself either. And you said he thinks he should be able to do whatever he wants. And yeah, he could if he was single, but he's supposed to be in a committed relationship with you. So don't let your life, self-esteem, and well-being suffer for someone's immaturity, whether you've been with him for three months, 12 years, or 24 years. In a healthy relationship, you need to be a cohesive unit, and it's quite clear that that glue is drying up a little bit. So if you haven't yet talked to him and made it known how much this bothers you, which I mean you're arguing, but arguing is different from sitting down and having a talk, This is a conversation that you really need to have. And like I say, you want to have it in a calm, sit-down setting where it doesn't seem confrontational or nagging. Because you know how guys do not like to be nagged. So tell him you're considering ending the relationship if things don't change. You know, you can definitely say that. Don't. There's no pussyfooting around anymore. He may also think that since you live together, you're just not going anywhere he needs to know that you mean business. Okay? Alternatively, you could also tell him that in order to save the relationship, you need him to attend a few couples counseling sessions, you know, together with you, cuz that can help people immensely. If both if people are really wanting to something to work out, then they should both be willing to do something like that. So, don't be afraid to suggest that either. If you if you really want to save this relationship, so then basically if neither of those solutions work and he's not willing to change, you'll know that you tried and did everything that you could to rectify the situation. And you really deserve to be with someone who will do whatever it takes to fix your relationship problems or else what's the point? If you decide to leave as hard as it may be now, I promise you that the hindsight will be twenty twenty, and your future self will thank you for it. Basically just chalk it up to experience. You have your whole life ahead of you. And I actually found this really, really good quote online. And it basically says, breakups hurt, but losing someone who doesn't respect and appreciate you is actually a gain, not a loss. So that should be a little boost out there for whoever's experiencing this type of situation and feeling that because, you know, it says it all right there. I really wish you the best. I'm sending you tons of positive vibes of strength your way. And please feel free to email me and let me know how things are going. I would love to hear from you again. Okay, so now on to the second question. And this one has to do with looking for love online. And it's also a long-distance situation. Okay, so the question is, Dear Trina, I'm a 26-year-old female who has met this very handsome 35-year-old lawyer through an online dating site. We have been communicating via email, and he seems great. We have a lot of common interests such as music, athletics, movies, and other likes and dislikes. I live in San Francisco, and he is all the way in Philadelphia, so getting to meet face-to-face in the near future is a problem for both of us financially, but my biggest concern is wondering if this guy is really who he says he is. Maybe I watched the show Catfish on MTV too much, but you hear more and more about people misrepresenting themselves on these sites. It also makes me a bit leery thinking about meeting in person, as these meetings aren't always safe. Do you have any advice about this, and how do I avoid getting duped by some imposter? Signed, looking for love. I love that you call them an imposter. Okay, so... The first thing I just want to point out, this is goes for anyone who's online dating, stick to your city, stick to your region. You know, if it's more than an hour away, it makes things really complicated and difficult. But across the country, you know, it's really hard to even get it started. You could end up wasting a lot of time, so I don't recommend it. But, dear looking for love, regarding your question here, I want to say I see just A few red flags, okay? The first one that stands out is that he is a lawyer. So unless he meant that he just put on a nice little shirt and tie for Halloween one year, he shouldn't have any major financial issues. And if he's telling you that he does, then he simply just doesn't want to fit the bill or isn't a lawyer at all. Having you travel to see him and pay for it, yeah, that'd pretty much be an ideal situation for him. Because then if it didn't work out, it wouldn't be any shirt off his back. And you would be the one sobbing all the way back across the country, staring out the window seat, thinking of all the things you could have bought with that money instead. And why is he looking for people in San Francisco if he's not going to be able to go travel to see them? Right? So if it did come to the point, however, where he was willing to fly to San Francisco to meet you, You would have to ensure that he got a hotel room. Never give your address out. Never. And always meet in a public place. Always ensure that your friends are aware of where you are too and the whole situation. You can never be too careful. Because for all you know, he could be saying he's from Philly, but live close to you or live, you know, in a completely different city. So don't ever be too trusting when it comes to your safety. And you might feel like you know the guy, but the truth is you don't know him at all. He's a stranger. Secondly, if you've been communicating with him for quite some time, you obviously have a last name. I hope. If you don't, you need to get one. Google is your BFF. Okay, put on your private investigator hat because it shouldn't take you more than 60 seconds to find out if this really is a lawyer, if he really is a lawyer. Any legit lawyer is going to have his contact information online and likely a full-blown website that would have his photo as well. It should have his photo as well. And if he doesn't have a website or says he doesn't have a website, how the hell is he getting clients? So that's another, that would be another red flag. Everyone needs a website these days. So often on shows like Catfish, you know, people go on for months or even years even dealing with someone in this capacity. I even saw some episodes where people were getting engaged and never seeing the person face-to-face. How does that work? (laughs) How does that work? It's ridiculous for people to be so naive and trusting. And one of the silliest things, if you really think about it, is when people say, oh, give people the benefit of the doubt. Why would you give anyone the benefit of the doubt who is a total stranger? You know, that's kind of like saying, okay, I'm at the coffee shop. I'm going to leave my laptop on the table and I'm going to give all these people the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to go for, you know, a 15 minute walk and come back and maybe it'll be here. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) So at the very least, tell them you want to FaceTime. If you both have an iPhone or get on Skype, some kind of video messaging that kills, you know, a couple birds with one stone right there. So. If he says that he doesn't have that or if his phone doesn't work or something like that, you know what? Everyone's phone works and everyone has access to this stuff and it's 2016. So that should be the only wake-up call you need, that you need to shut the door on this romance if he will not do any of that. And even if you ended up liking each other though and you spent a weekend together, you got to really think, then what? Are you willing to have a long-distance relationship and see him... You know, maybe twice a year, maybe only once a year since he's apparently struggling financially. And you're only 26. I really wanna say don't put all your eggs in one basket in this type of situation, especially when your gut is obviously speaking loudly to you that something just isn't right about this. I'm sure there's a ton of guys out there, you know, in San Francisco that would love to date you. Why put yourself through the stress? And I'm pretty sure a face-to-face relationship where you can actually go out and do things together would be a wee bit more fulfilling than sitting behind your computer or keyboard or your smartphone, constantly wondering what the deal is. Your time's too precious to waste. You know, in San Francisco, there's a ton of techie guys out there. So I'm sure you could scoop one up if you get out and about and switch up your routine, go to different places and go to different events and networking things and You know, just put yourself out there, and the chances of you meeting someone that you like and click with will go up exponentially. Just try to be realistic about things and go out and have fun. You know, before you know it, you'll probably be thinking, Who was that guy from Philly again? So, like I said at the beginning, if you have a relationship question and you need advice, email me at trina at breakupboost.com. And yeah, I can possibly answer your question in a future episode thank you so much for listening and remember choose happiness and it will choose you back and that concludes this episode of trina's breakup boost subscribe to this podcast and visit breakupboost.com remember turning a negative into a positive is the secret to changing your mind attitude and life